Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to now bring up a uh, wonderful storyteller who's sharing her story with us. We're so lucky. Her name's Andine Landa Abramson. My name is Andine, and I'm a menopausal woman. I can say that today with pride and not fear, but that wasn't always the case. When I found out about five years ago, when I was 48 at the time, that having a hysterectomy was really my only option, I took a deep breath. It's time for the parking. It's okay. Maybe it was time to let it all go. Stop the monthly cycle of tremendous pain and heavy bleeding and the chaos that created in my life, including chronic anemia and horrible fatigue. I wasn't sure why I had resisted getting the surgery until then. Maybe it was because somewhere deep in my heart lingered the hope of having another child, even though that was really more of a fantasy than a possible reality. Having one had already been a lot for a body that had been through so much. Three years of chemo as treatment for my lupus and a decade of pregnisone had done a real number on me. Looking back, I think I was afraid to lose something of myself, something irretrievable. The seat of my feminine self, perhaps? I learned from a young age that we don't always pick the time when life takes us on a new journey. So I took another deep breath, looked at the man sitting across from me, my kind doctor, who had not only seen me through a decade plus of fibroid and endometriosis pain, but had also delivered my beautiful daughter from the same womb we were today discussing removing from my body permanently. The ovaries too, I asked. Yes, the ovaries too, we just don't know enough about your medical history, it's not worth the chance that there's a history of ovarian cancer. We should just take them out just to be safe. Being adopted always puts me in that place of the unknown, of being a mystery. Breathe, Andine. Breathe, I told myself. Try not to cry in front of him. Let's keep it together. Why is this making me so sad? Why does it feel so painful, I wondered. So that means I'm going to go straight into menopause? A tiny voice came out of me. Just the idea of menopause filled me with dread, a word synonymous to me with becoming old and shriveled up and dead inside. I wasn't ready for that. It's something that would happen in time, yes, of course, but, not in, but in a far away distant time, not next month. Menopause is defined as the point in time when menstrual cycles permanently cease due to the natural aging and depletion of the ovarian oocytes and marks the permanent end of fertility. The average age of menopause is 51. At 48, I wasn't far off. Like many times before, my body was in pain and suffering. In my teens, ovarian cysts. In my 20s, kidney failure and lupus. In my 30s, miscarriages and a high-risk pregnancy. In my 40s, severe anemia, back surgery, and now menopause. Pain was so familiar to me. I felt like I was abdicating in a fight that I had been fighting for a long, long time. I had tried several years before to stop endometrial pain and deal with the fibroids by having an embolization procedure. 
I asked the specialized radiologist a few hours after performing my procedure, why in God's name was it so fucking painful? And he had given me a little apologetic smile and said, well, basically we cut off the blood flow to your uterus, so your body's not too happy right now. No shit. In the end, the embolization had not solved my problems. The pain had come back, and so had the bleeding. So maybe now it was time to stop the suffering. Say no to the pain and yes to the hysterectomy. My experience of the surgery was actually unremarkable. It was scheduled for December when things were quiet and I could rest and recover. The incision was made just over my C-section scar. I woke up not feeling too badly. I remember my doctor sharing with me at my request an image of the eight fibroids, one about the size of a melon that he removed from my body along with my womb and my ovaries. I believe that our greatest fears can be our greatest teachers. I looked at that image of my womb, now just a tangled web of tissue, something that had been such a gift to me, allowing me to give birth to my beautiful girl, to my most important purpose. There it was on the operating table under the bright lights, just flesh and blood, not mine anymore. I could say goodbye to it, let it go, and I did. It's been a wild ride, this menopausal journey. For me, I often say, I drove right off the hormonal cliff. A real Thelma and Louise kind of thing. I didn't really have a choice, despite the fact that I'd been in remission from lupus for years. Having hormone replacement therapy wasn't an option since it could lead to other complications like blood clots. And I really didn't want to go on SSRIs for the mood swings and the memory fog and et cetera. And although in hindsight, it might have been helpful with some of the moods. I did have a lot of them. My poor husband, it was a crazy ride for him too. Early on the symptoms were, well, they were intense. My body doesn't do anything halfway, so it was a lot. A lot all at once. The hot flashes were really otherworldly. It felt like I was entering a furnace. No, I don't mean that figuratively. I mean it felt like I was really entering a furnace. My skin felt like it was conducting an electrical current. And all of a sudden, a switch would go off and woof, I would be drenched. It always seemed to happen in the most inappropriate of times. Once I was pitching my startup to a group of investors, my business partner and I were all buttoned up and ready to slay the presentation. We walked into the massive boardroom and introduced ourselves to the six guys sitting at the far end of a long table. Uh, not only was I the only woman, but I was the only menopausal female in the entire building. Everyone was in their 20s and 30s. About 30 seconds into my dog and pony show, I felt that familiar sensation on my skin, my body, electric. No more than a minute into my presentation, I was drenched and thinking of only one thing, getting as much clothing off as possible without making a scene. Off comes the suit jacket. I look over to my business partner. He's looking at me rather desperately. I lean over and drink the tall glass of ice water he's just poured me. If I could only jump in to that tall glass of ice, <laughs> I could get a little relief. 
that meeting went the way many other public events went in the first couple of years. I got used to making a scene. The more it happened, the more comfortable I got laughing about this new me. I've embraced this journey. The gift about getting older for me is learning to let go. Letting go of the fears, letting go of what people think, letting go of the expectations of others, but also, and perhaps most importantly, the expectations I have of myself and my body. I've accepted that my clothes don't always fit. And sometimes they even arrive a little moist on my body at the party. I've learned to breathe when I could sense my pulse quickening and my temper changing like a fast approaching storm. I've accepted the fact that my body transitioned from being a fertility goddess to a, well, just a goddess, I guess. Breathe. Letting go of the fear of an aging body has been such a gift. It has freed me to be truly who I am. Not an idea of me, not the expectation of me, just me, fully, completely, with as much grace and humor as I can hold. Menopause has been a gift. Shortly after I stopped having cycles, my 11-year-old daughter started hers. One morning, I was putting away some laundry in the linen closet, and I came across these super-duper maxi pads. I was about to throw them out, but instead I put them in her bathroom. And just like that, a baton of sorts had been passed from me to her. She would need these now, as she had sadly inherited my heavy flow. I've cherished the cycles, the births, the deaths, the rebirths. I will always honor my beautiful and fully functioning womb. But today, I'm blood free, I'm pain free, I'm fibroid free, womb free, and most of all, I am just free.